Hello, amazing. Why have you decided to live your lifetime on Earth in the form of a human? Welcome to Reframes, the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life. I'm Matthias Jakobsen. A worldview that I like to subscribe to is this is an, is an idea that a lifetime is like a movie almost that you can decide to watch and that you can do you know that, that we are kind of eternal souls that are goofing around in the universe and we can come in and out of different forms and uh, and play a lifetime in one form or another and so you can I, I can I can imagine that before being born making the choice that oh for the, my next lifetime I want to be a human born uh, in Copenhagen in 1985 and live this kind of life and do this kind of work and like something like that and then come into human form but you know maybe the next one or the previous one you know I, I could have chosen or maybe I chose to live a lifetime as an ant or an elephant or a cow and I think this is a good question to to ask ourselves you know what why are we here in human form why am I here in human form? What is it that's unique that you can do when you're a human form and not an ant or a cow or an elephant or a ghost? I think when I look at it, I mean, we can, we can, we can all view it in different ways. So this is not to say this is the, the absolute uh, analysis. This is just my view. Some of the things I, th I think that stand out as, as uniquely human opportunities is learning. We, the animals can learn as well, but only to a relatively limited degree. They can learn uh, by being, by observing what others are, are doing. And there's some, you can say, almost uh, genetic, instinctual learning that happens, you know, through thousands of, of years. But humans can acquire knowledge uh, and learn new skills, learn new behaviors in a whole different way uh, and to a completely different degree. Um, I think humans also compared to, to animals, I don't know how, how we compare to ghosts or, or spirits in this sense, but, but humans compared to animals at least also have a uh, much more dramatic capacity to do evil if, if that's something uh, that one is interested in pursuing. It's not, it's not particularly appealing to me. I don't think that, that I came into human form to, uh, to explore that side, but, but I prefer to recognize that it's certainly a capacity that exists within, uh, within me. I, I know that it's a, a capacity to, to plot and scheme even if I don't carry out gruesome stuff, I can I can understand it, and 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 we. It, it seems to be a, a general truth that it's not just to me. You know, I think it's evident in in the kind of media that that, that we can create, and that, that humans can create spectacular, uh, you know, aesthetic uh, violence uh, in in both 
so-called real world in, in terms of wars, but also in, in an even grander scale, you know, in, in fiction, in works of art, in, uh, in dramas, in TV shows. I think we also have a huge capacity for suffering. I think that's a, that's a capacity that, uh, that I sometimes uh, indulge too much in. Um, but I think, I mean, animals can certainly experience pain, but I think it's, it's, it's not evident to me at least that animals can, can kind of self-sustain their own suffering the same way that I can do as a human. And, you know, we can, we can go on and on. I think playing uh, and, and being kind to each other are also things that, that humans can do. Uh, anim some, some animals can also express kindness, but I think humans can do it again at a, at a grander scale than, than any animals. Um, I'm sorry, sir. I don't, I don't have any cash for you. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in the middle of recording something. But have a good day. Thank you. What a gift. A guy walks up to me and I am consumed in my own little podcast production. And he asks for money. He's collecting bottles. And I'm talking about human kindness. And I try to ignore him at first. And as you could hear, I still said no. But we made eye contact and I looked him in the eye and he smiled back at me and that was it. And he bowed as a gesture of saying bye-bye and then he walked on. What a gift. So for me, learning, evil, suffering, play, kindness are some of the things that we can indulge in um, in this human form to a degree. Uh, unprecedented uh, relative to, to animals at least and the reason I, I'm, I'm bringing up this question is you know why why human form is because I think it, it forces me to to ponder you know which of these things do I really want to be doing and which of these things am I just doing because you know it's there and uh, I certainly think that that I have in, in my lifetime indulged too much in kind of my in my own kind of self-created misery and, and self-sustained suffering uh, and, and that it's possible to to not do that uh, I think the I think the reason I, I decided at least to come in to to, uh, to human form is to learn and to play and to express kindness I also get annoyed sometimes with life when I feel that it's too uncertain or it's too uh, uncomfortable or I'm too uncertain about like the work that I'm doing or if I'm being productive enough whatever it is and uh, that's when I like to think of cows uh, my, my father researches cows I'm not an expert in cows but I've definitely grown up learning bits and pieces about life of a, of a cow and, uh, and it's good to remember you know a cow is, is a is an extremely productive creature they know exactly what they're doing when they get up, they eat, they rest, and they produce a huge quantity of milk every single day. They're generally quite comfortable. Uh, I mean, I know there, there are people that would argue like it's, it's miserable to be a cow, you know, they're, 
domesticated animals kind of forced into to production. And again, that we can we can have a whole different conversation about that. Um, but but there's also a lot of evidence that that cows are, um, you know, they're they're more productive when they're comfortable, and that's both psychologically and physically. So. So, so actually, like as a farmer, you have a huge incentive to keep your, you can say your your employees uh, comfortable, just like any any tech company has snack bars and, and comfortable sofas to work on. Uh, cows really need the the, the rest um, and and kind of a, a office office laid out, layout, if you will, uh, that prevents too much uh, workplace conflict, because when when cows are stressed, they produce less milk so there, there is kind of a uh, correlation at least to, to some degree between their their well-being and, and their productivity so if, if the reason I think of cows specifically is just when when I get annoyed like oh I'm not productive enough or it's too uncertain you know, and I don't know what I'm doing and why why this it's like oh but I've tried the other thing. I've been a cow. I'm certain about that. I've been a cow in another lifetime. I understand what it means to be productive, but also to be doing the same thing over and over and over again, and to be comfortable generally and, and all that. And that's not why I'm here for this lifetime. So the takeaway for you in this is just like I'm asking myself, why why human you can do the same you can ask yourself why are you here as a human and what are you finding yourself longing for longing for more of longing for less of and which animals seem to have that and just remember that because maybe next time you come into a lifetime that's a that's a, a, a thing that you would want to explore that's all for today thank you for listening to reframes the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Nikish Mikis. I'm Matthias Jakobsen.